right, good. So the Navy, so, and then you were like, fuck, I'm going. So, so what happened was in, uh, when I was getting ready to go to the Navy in 2004, like, I, 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 like, I, I know I wanted to make beats, and I wanted to make beats for years. After our senior project, right, and I freaking lied the whole time, but our senior project at high school was, I, my thing was how to be a DJ, right? Because I was like, DJs make beats or whatever. And so, you know, I knew about turntables, but I didn't know about samplers or anything like that. So that was in 2001. And then two to three years passed. I'm like, where do you, you know, like I knew that was something I wanted to do, but I didn't know where to go. You know, I would, I would remember listening to H to the Izzo and then guess who's Bizzak, you know? And I'm like, you know, and at that time I was a big Kanye hater, right? I didn't know he made all those beats, right? And, and actually that's the reason why I got into making beats too, because I was like, I loved all Kanye stuff, but I didn't like Kanye. And then I listened to his his first album, which was uh, was it College Dropout, right? Yes, yes. College Dropout, and I was classic. like, what? And I'm like, this dude, <laughs> some, I I hated this dude, but he made all the classics I loved. And so it drove me to be like, how do I do this? But I had signed up for the Navy, and I was like, okay, I'm following through. I'm at Borders, you know. Remember that place? Right, oh, rest borders. in peace, borders. Yeah. Rest in peace. I'm at borders and I'm in a magazine section. And then there's this magazine called Scratch Magazine that oh, I see. Right, yeah. Dr. Dre is on the first album, right? Our first, not first magazine, first, right? Yeah. And I think I still have that magazine. Oh. And so I was like, I, I, I'm going through it, and then all of a sudden, I'm seeing the equipment that people are using to make beats, and then I'm like, damn. I wish I knew this two years ago or I wouldn't be going in the Navy, right? Mm -hmm. And so I was like, damn, I already made my promise. So I, I bought the magazine. I was like, damn it, whatever. Made my promise, got into, got into the Navy, doing all the aviation things. And so I get on the ship. We're getting, we're doing workups. Or actually, let me take the back. I went to the Guitar Center and then some guy gave me free loops and I was messing around with that, right? That was the first program I was using. A, like a hacked version of Fruity Loops. So I was like, okay, just figuring out none of it makes sense, right? Mm -hmm. I get ready to go on deployment. We're doing workups. And then there's this Marine that comes on, right? Rudy is the name. That's his first name. Rudy comes on and then I'm, I'm messing with the program. He's like, oh, you make beats? And I say, yeah. He's like, I make beats too. And I'm like, oh shit, right? Like, kind of like all of a sudden you're like you a jedi oh, too yeah you're a jedi too oh yeah. snap right so you're like oh okay and then i'm i'm learning from him like so we're like oh cool so and he's in him he's gonna be in my shop right we're gonna be in the shop together so we're like oh cool so we can make beats on this deployment together um and so i i do that and then i'm telling i, I go to guitar center and someone else is like yeah don't use don't use uh fruity loops use a reason someone put me on reason i was like okay and that's actually the program i use now and i gave it to rudy and he started using it because he liked it more because he can do a lot of stuff and so i'm i i'm i i get the program reason and i don't know how to use it so i go out and i buy the book i'm walking around on the ship with that book the reason like the reason for dummies book right i'm walking around and this higher up sees me walking right he's a chief e7 in the navy right he sees me walking he's like hey what's that book and i was like oh it's just he's like oh cool you make beats and i was like yeah i make beats too i'm like whoa what's going on here right because <laughs> you like you know how like things are you like you think you're the only one that does it because you're not yeah it, it, i don't know if it's by divine or energy or whatever it's just i, I think what happens is sometimes when you get into something, you think you're the only one, and then all of a sudden you start to see that there's more people that are doing it, right? Mm -hmm. So, so he he's like he's like okay, yeah. So when you're off work, because I was doing like cranking, which is this thing where you 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 clean like dishes, and you're 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 pretty much up from four thirty a.m. and cleaning dishes and working until seven p.m. Right? Like all the lunch, all the food, all this stuff. You're cleaning all the dirty dishes, taking out the trash, and you have to do that for three months. He said, when you're done on, on, off your shift, come up and, and, and I'll, I'll like, I'll show you stuff. So I'll go up there, I'll, I'll message him, you know, and I'll be like, okay, can I come up? He's like, yeah, come up. And he'll show me stuff on how to use reason and, and show me all this stuff. So I was like, cool. So throughout that first deployment, 2000, between 2005, 2006, 
I'm messing with pro this the, the reason program, right? And it's trash, obviously, but it's just you're learning, you're like everything's new, that energy's there, you're messing with everything, right? That's exciting shit right there. So you're that like uh, ground level. Like, like what one of the first things I, I learned was like how to put a hi-hat because I was like doing hi-hats, and you're like, you know, like I, I told another friend that's making beats, he sent me a beat and I and I I, I learned how to do constructive criticism and he was like i listened to it i was like you do what most people do when they're first starting off beats and he's like what's that you want to use every sound that comes in and i was like not you don't have to use every sound you hear yeah. you know you want to have sounds that complement each other and thing like that yeah. you know sometimes having just a bass and a chord is fine yeah. you know what i'm saying you don't have to use every sound because you, you know, you're some people's beats are like, duh, 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 and they're like, what the heck is all disjointed, right? <laughs> and everybody does that when they first start. Most people do that when they first start, you know? Oh, uh, that's, that's anything, I think. Yeah. No, yeah, for yeah. Sure. It's like, yeah. You, you, you're like, you're like, either you, you don't put enough season when you're cooking or you put too much season, right? And, and sometimes yeah. having less is more. And sometimes you have to know when to, when to put it in each lane, you know? Put oh. the, put the lemon over here because it gives a little kick, right? So these are things you learn. So, uh, I'm learning, I learned how to do hi-hats. So I get back from that deployment. It's, it's August. I want to say it was August of 2006, right? Okay. I get off the, get off the boat and maybe a month or two in, I'm like, get you that drum machine. You find out what it is. It's an NPC. Actually, I still have it here. Hold on. Let me get this. I still have it. I can't, it's trash. It's like whatever, right? In today's, today's internet age it doesn't really it's like outdated right so i go out and i buy the mpc 1000 right okay. yeah, yeah. so i go out i go out there and i go to guitar center and, and i'm talking to the dude i'm like oh man i, I want to get the mpc 2500 but it's like 2000 and, I, and i'm like a broke sailor i don't know how i do this and this <laughs> this mpc 1000 cost about a thousand bucks so I was like, I was like, oh, it's just a lot. And then this dude, dude there, his name was Jeff, was like, all right, I'll hook you up. And so what are you gonna do? He's like, here, gave me almost like a guitar center discount and gave, I got it for seven hundred bucks, right? Dope. Dope. And so I was like, done. Credit yeah. card. I don't know how I'm gonna do it. Bought it on the credit card you know the whole process and then that guy jeff is like hey when you're when you're done right come over here's my number um come over and i'll and i'll load you up with sounds and so he was like so i went over there and he's like he gave me like a ton like just showed me like yeah. like here this is what you do you had to get a memory card didn't know you had to get a memory card in here yeah. you know and so I'm, I, I go over to his house. He gives me a bunch of sounds. And I'm like, how do you load it on there? Everything's fucking brand new. You're like, how do you do this? Yeah. Then I learned they had to load the sounds into the memory card and then uh, load the drum. Because I thought it was just automatically, right? Because yeah. this is a sampler. Yeah. It, it only, it, it's only as good as whatever sound you put into it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't generate anything. It just replays back things. And it yeah. syncs. Yeah. So, you know, so he gives me a bunch of sounds and whatnot and so I, how i am as a person even if somebody does something for you nothing's ever free so i paid them i was like hey this is all i can afford here's 50 bucks for all the sounds it's like you gave me like you know at that time you gave me five gigs of sounds bro that's a lot bro you know mm -hmm. and so i i gave him 50 bucks and and uh from that point on he he always invited me over he was like He's like, I knew something was cool with you because I'm giving sounds to a lot of people and all they do is take. But you were one of the first people that were like, oh, cool. Here, thank you. I'll pay you. Mm -hmm. So I still talk to Jeff now. He was, he's literally, he is my tech slash music. Um, I, I, I was going to say guru, but, but um, you know, like mentor pretty much. Mm -hmm. he, he's kind of taught me some of the stuff because one of the things when I got this too, you're making beats, you're like, cool. Now, what am I supposed to do? How do I get it out there? 
then I had to buy an audio interface to put sounds from this into a program and so where I can like actually bounce it down. So it's all this shit that happened to get me to that point where it's just like the, the process of getting to a producer, like all the stuff I was doing was like, was, was, was trash, man. Like, you, you, you know, our learning, you're like, you don't know what you don't know until you get there. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And, and I made so many mistakes or learning situations where you didn't know, like I literally made this beat and then I, it has USB. So I connected it to the computer and I'm thinking like, shouldn't just transfer it over. And it's like, no, you know, technology was old that time. Like, no, you have to put, you have to take these audio outputs and then put it into the input and then record it in the, uh, the software. I'm like, what? <laughs> and then you try to have to figure out how to sync it up. You're like, what? Mm. So I, I know I'm rambling, but it like, like, it's just trippy, like to think back of the process of all that, you know, and like during that whole time, because it was easier, I still use reason. I was still using reason because I was like, well, it's just easier to, to kind of bounce down and use this. And then I had a reason 3.0 and then the, the game changer was when reason four came out and it had all this other stuff for like, Oh shit, bro. Like now you can do this. You know, it was, it was crazy, man. It was just a, a process of, of stuff, you know, like learning how to use logic pro. Um, if it wasn't for Jeff, I wouldn't have been using Mac. He was the one that was like, like, hey, get you a Mac, you know? Get you a Mac because Pro Tools run smoother there and blah, blah. So I jumped on the Apple machine and that's where I stayed making beats on. But yeah, dude, the process was crazy, man. Like to get there. And now, you know, I mean, officially I started 2015, you know, like getting a program, but you're looking at about 15, 16 years later, of on and off doing this you know i have my oh i i even forgot about around 2006 2007 where um the yamaha motif came out which is a uh, a keyboard right black friday sell uh, dumb as fuck i was like just throw it in the bag gotta gotta uh gotta use the credit card you know <laughs> like I was like figure it out but get it you know uh, I was definitely at that time where you just like figure it out I actually I'm trying to uh check out the release date of the of the motif that I got 2009 boom no uh nah it was uh the motif came out 11 shut up for uh yeah. 2007 yeah so it was oh, after seven. another deployment and i was like i just i just dropped i dropped like 16 1700 on that hey. like and i and i still have that too mm -hmm. yeah there's a there's a part of me that can't get rid of these two things even though i don't use it it's Our a weird journey. thing it's it's just uh it's 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 who i am man yeah it's like collecting guitars it is it is man it's just i mean i can't see myself getting rid of it because it's like it's just uh i mean it's as stupid as i put onto it it's just a, it was a part of the struggle it's a part of me you know you want to know me look around the house you know what i'm saying mm. it's been a journey man and then, you know, I got out the Navy. At first, I was looking at schools to go to. The first school I was looking at going to was Full Sail, which is a uh, school that one of your, our, well, our friends went there, you know, uh, Henry Lorenzo Jr., <laughs> full government, went there. And I think Frank Bello went there. And some other people went there because that was a school for recording and music and uh, game design, all that stuff. And I looked at that, but it was way too expensive. And then I was looking at schools in Sacramento or near the Bay. There was one that was called Expressions, but it changed to something else. And that was like uh, $15,000, $20,000 a year school. And I decided not to go to that because I was like, I don't, I don't want to sit here and be broke doing all this stuff, you know? 
So I went to American River College in Sacramento and they had a recording program with a full-on SSL, and, which is a um, large mixing board. And uh, that's when I created the moniker of myself as, uh, as um, <laughs> Crescendo Brown. That's my, was my, my joke name there. The actual yeah. name. That is going to stick, bro. Crescendo that, Brown. That, Crescendo Just Brown. go by that. I should. I should. No everybody brown. likes that more than third op. That was a uh, third op's uh, alter ego. That's when you put on the mask, bro. That's when you put yeah, on the mask. Third, third, the off, was, third yeah. off was definitely uh, when I go back and look at it. I don't. I like it, but don't like it because it was kind of a, a a slight remark about a certain feeling I have. And it's, chip, music, it's actually bro. it's it's a chip on the shoulder feeling too. You know, what that's saying? how it works, man. It's art. It it stays. That's why you don't you know you let it marinate like that. It's a part of your journey, man. That's what makes the shit interesting, bro. That's why yeah. music music it's crazy because everything you're talking about it just kind of take note like all those years of just the process you know at least your personal process like i never even heard of anybody's story to be quite honest like uh, first that's why i'm fascinated like oh that is interesting i have no idea because i'm a big music fan and i'm always fascinated by just music in general so this journey that you you know embarked on and just kind of those things is you know reminiscent of you know a lot of you know stories that you hear that they put on tv but to hear it from you it's it's fascinating because of the navy and then the little stories and the people and you know what I mean? Like just how it all kind of helped along and just timing wise and just how things were kind of changing and having access to that and just how you're able to well, you know, plug in and out of it as much as possible. But, you know, you, well, you derive from it. You know what I mean? It's really weird, too, because one of the things I started to learn during the process was this. It's like all the things you did in the past lead up to where you're at. Right. And it's weird how certain things you're interested in leads you into a career path or uh, maybe a. Uh, uh, um, uh happy coincidence right because i you know i was a video game guy i grew up you know listening to my dad's records and stuff like that and then you listen to the, all the samples and you start to hear the samples but then when you're a, a gamer right or whatever you tend to lean towards computers right you tend to lean towards like all that stuff learning how to like you know my parents called me a hacker one time because i was able to like it was not even that bad my friend came over I use his ISP login and so we can play games against each other. My dad's PC. So my dad had a PC and I had a modem. And they and my family was like, you're a hacker. I was like, not really. They just gave me the password. You a hacker, you know? bro. Uh, right? Where'd like, you learn this from? When'd you learn about a computer? Eighth grade? Uh, Mr. Hertz? Grade. No, but it was before it was before eighth grade because I mean it, it started in elementary when you had like Oregon uh, Trail. Oregon Trail. Oregon Trail, right? And I remember, I remember I loaded this. up and most people were slow. You are a hacker. I remember, I remember that was a load, hacker school. Yeah, you don't remember. Yeah, I, I just remember, I, I remember, well, there was a couple of kids in the class who were smarter than me, but I just remember being able to, log, you know, set up Oregon Trail and have it all set before everybody else because everybody else was so slow and didn't know what to do. And I was like, oh, this is easy, you know? And so that was the in, the, the beginning. But then my, my friends, um, Sean and Andrew, they they had computers. And they would play like Warcraft against each other, not World of Warcraft, but Warcraft, Warcraft. against each other. Warcraft yeah, that, too. That that jet like game, right? With the no, no, no. Warcraft, is... Warcraft, Warcraft. 2 oh no, that was, was the overhead war game. Yeah, overhead yes. war game. It, it's kind of similar to like not Sims, but like. Nah, I know um, what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, like Command and Conquer or something. Yes, like kind of. So, kinda. so they would play that, and I'll just watch them play, and then watch them how to get on the computer, and you know. And actually, Andrew's dad, Daryl, like, sold me my first computer. And it was oh. an old computer he had. And I was like, all right, let me figure this out. Like, I'm, I'm saying this to, to lead up to where I'm even at right now. Yeah. So I'm, I'm on this computer, and I realized it doesn't have enough hard drive space. So I'm like, how can I load Doom or whatever this game is onto my computer? It doesn't, it can't, it doesn't have enough space. So I, I think like okay how about i load it on floppy drive so what i did was i loaded the game load the game and then i load each each like section on a floppy drive and then i thought i could put the game in it'll work but what happens is the game didn't work because you need the whole game as one piece as one whole file for it to work smooth mm -hmm. so my thought process is like oh i'll just see i'll just like 
my thought process is like i'll break up the game in sections so i don't have to use the whole hard drive because the hard drive is not there mm-hmm. and it's like no it doesn't work and that's one of the that's one of the many ways i've learned about in- installation of software and file systems so i was like what but he gave me that and i remember it had a like a 256k modem which was slow right that's crazy and try to learn how to get on that and so uh working on that and so and i have i, I don't know how i got the money but i ended up buying it from him or, or him giving it to me mm-hmm. and i was just messing around with it trying to figure it out you know yeah. yeah uh so that was just the start and then and then like through high school when i moved down to southern california my mom had a computer mm-hmm. and i would just get on aol into messenger you know my aim game i was on i was just a computer kid because i was like well I, like other than basketball i was searching for shoes or trying to uh like holler at girls on aim right that's why my text <laughs> message game is still fired right still fired to this day but when i get in front of a girl i'm like eh, uh, man that was the first texting keep it real the first texting in my aim game was strong you know what I'm saying? That's fucking hilarious, bro. My aim game was strong. And so that's how I led up the game. But I say all that because what happens is I also went into the Navy to be an electrician, right? And they had to teach me some basic computer stuff, which I kind of knew. But And when you get into music and audio, audio is literally you're using electronics to manipulate the sound or capture sound, you know? Mm-hmm. And so one of the things when I was going to school at ARC, you had to take an electronics class. So you had to learn how sound comes in and how you can create it into uh, uh, electrical current. And then how you can train that electrical current into ones and zeros so it can be digital. And so I was like, and so when I look back, it was like all this shit led up. Like all the, th- like ironically, all this shit led up to, to this, to a weird point where it's like, oh, I already knew about electricity. Ooh, I knew about computers. Ooh music and all that other stuff because my dad and i and my and the first the first um instrument i learned how to play or was trying to learn how to play was a saxophone you know and so it's just like weird chain of events that leads you to a certain place especially when it comes to now music is mainly digital right mm-hmm. most pre- most producers are using software you know mm-hmm. and software is emu- emulating analog hardware you know I rambled the fuck on, but it was, uh, it's like, it's an interesting path that all happened to be getting to this point of like, you know, doing IT work. You know, originally I was going to school to go to IT work to do IT because when I was taking class at ARC, I noticed there was a lot of people in the music uh, classes that were complete idiots on computers. And so I was like, oh, I can create a pro, I can create a business on just setting up all these idiots Hey, that's true. Computer literacy was, Studios, I mean, you know we were out of school by the time computers were actually like really relevant like that, right? Like high school anyways. I didn't go to college, so I'm like, I'm a dummy, but <laughs> yeah, I just used the computer to a certain degree. I don't know all that, you know, secret shit. I'm just like, yo, I'm very monkey-like with my, but that's why my tech is so outdated, but I'm like, I just content. I just, it's the job done. I ain't tripping. <laughs> no, I mean, that, and that's fine. That's, that's, that's how it should be, right? But like, Actually, I need to back up. Before I joined the Navy, I, I originally was taking classes in, on computers. Oh. You know, I was going to I was going to CRC, Consumers uh, River College, to try to learn how to do um, computers. You know, and I took a basic class, and um, and and it's just like it's just kind of funny how it all comes back around. You know, like you sound like, like you're like describing the storyline of the Matrix. Uh, well, so you said electricity uh, ones and zeros, and hell. then all the all the events led up to this. What are we talking about here? <laughs> look, look, man. Like, I, like although although we're talking about music, and I'm gonna go kind of offset. Like, maybe like I don't know. Maybe me getting this transplant, you know, the powers that are be are giving me another chance to right wrongs or repair relationships. Like I said, you don't didn't even fucking check Facebook that much, but the day you did, what did you see? I like saw like a little headline of something and I was like, what the fuck is this? And I was like, what the fuck? And I was like, whoa, I got to get a hold of this motherfucker. What was that headline? I don't even remember, to be honest. It was well, a you, me. Saw me, you saw me in the hospital, so it was for open heart surgery. Afterwards, like but... that. 
yeah i was yeah. like whoa what the fuck and then i reached out and then i was like what's up you right damn you look crazy <laughs> yeah you look homeless right yeah i was like you look homeless I was like, Man. yeah i was that was because i was also kind of boycotting the fucking barbers because they never on time and want you to pay premium dollar but um <laughs> you know what i'm saying like yeah, you gotta throw that in there you know what i mean fucking barber strike yeah. Fuck that. Oh, I, I, I was, I, I was heated. I was like, why do I want to pay these motherfuckers money when they're always late on appointments that you set up? You know. So you just, but that's why now there's hella barbers out there, right? Isn't that barber market? All, like I feel there? like most more still the same. Like, oh, oh okay, no, that's always like, that's a tough one. The barber situation and grooming is quite the mystery for sure. Especially, it's really sucks when you're like, depending on how you feel, but especially when you're like, yo, I'm about to go out. I want to look good. I'm about to go on this date and the barber either doesn't show up or cancel or whatever. Mm. Then you're like, please girl, don't turn on the lights. I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking like <laughs> Michael Jackson on, on thriller at the end where he really is really the, the wolf. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that's how I'm looking, bro. Like oh, that look where he turns around, like, bitch gotcha. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Let's, ah, like, you know, so, but I, I'm saying that because like, things come back around it's just weird how things come back around to and maybe maybe never comes back around for some people but for me as of late things have been coming back around hey. you know like, like i'm strange. repeating my matrix right now to get certain things right yeah it's like you starting over the game but you have a certain set of knowledge now <laughs> where you're like yeah. oh i feel like i really rebooted the game somehow so but now you know you know the pitfalls and you're just kind of starting at a different place but you have a wealth of knowledge and it's almost like a rebirth yeah. i would think i would relate it to it you know whatever the beginning of the matrix was you know what i mean <laughs> you're a robot bro you just described robot tendencies uh, i saw the computer i learned the computer i learned electricity i learned how to make music i was like yo that's it highlights if you do plan out the story correctly. That's that's pretty insane, man. The happenstance, you know what I mean, of all these things kind of playing into the person you are today, type thing. You know, in reflection, it's always interesting. It, I mean, it really is. It's we. It's weird. It's really weird, man. I mean, and then like, who knows where where it goes next? You know what I'm saying? Who knows? Like, man, the story goes on. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's well, the what's story cool. One, no matter what happens to you. Exactly. You know? The story goes on. That's like, it's like you just it's on to the next page. You know, you don't read a book and read it from the back unless you're me. Like I just read the first paragraph, read the end. I'm like, yeah, read some cliff notes on it. You know, watch it, watch it, watch a movie. I'm like, yeah, all right. <laughs> yeah. That's how I read books. That's why I'm a dummy. But, you know, that's why I look homeless, too. That's why I haven't groomed myself in many years. That's why I look like this. <laughs> and I'm OK with it. I'm like, you know, this is just what I look like as long as my hair smells good. It's fine. This mustache yeah, should like, be yeah. fine. I'm fine. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, just, you know, life is, life is interesting as we get to this impasse, I think, you know, and, and that story, you know, reflects it. I think in reflection, this is, a, a, I think this is a great time, you know what I mean? At least, you know, where we're at in life and how things are playing like, out. Oh, like this is a very fortunate to be here. Very fortunate to have opportunities you know what i mean and in reflection when you talk about those things like when you were talking about oregon trail i was like i remember walking into that part of the library you know what i mean we yeah. walk all over there and then we do that the we... section i want to say it was section to the right you go up and you had a computer yeah and then there and was the to, other half where it was the to, library yeah and we had to learn how to type like yeah. type of, like that was one of the classes practice those typing. typing games it was just the green screen you know what i mean deep ass you know thing it was like about what 12 seats 14 seats the other half's at the library That's right. and then you yeah, switch yeah you, you, you switch we had like maybe what 15 minutes 20 minutes or something like that something like that maybe not that long because attention span is short but i i don't i remember i do remember when we had to give up like our time to play in organ trail and i'd be looking around like all right nobody wants to go so i'll try to get extra time <laughs> i'm so mad like, how to give and then and then like die from dysentery. I'm like, come on, man. Come on, <laughs> it was typhoid. I'm like, dude, this motherfucker died of typhoid. Yeah, what is that? A snake? A fucking snake? Where is oh, this fucking snake? Oregon Trail. A fucking Oregon Trail. God damn it. Hold on. Hold on. 
Hold on, let me just text somebody back. Are you good? Oh, I just remember that memory though. That's fucking a genius memory, man. That was a genius memory. Um, yeah, so oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, so yeah, dude. So, but yeah, that, that's like, that's like the path to get here, you know, just like, just like, you know, every path of like, whatever you go through, like, you know, like why you went to go cooking or whatever, like you went to a culinary art school and then I think your brother saw you and then started going, right. Who went first? Uh, I did. I took the plunge. Yeah. Quite the experience. But I mean, that's what I'm yeah. saying. Like to get us to where we're at now, it's fast uh, fucking nating. It's fast. Quite the experience, because I still remember when you hit me up. It was like, "Hey, can you pick me up?" And I was like, "Okay." I went out to to, to San Francisco, which I don't really like going to San Francisco, and I go into this small little um, closet, which was your room or something like that. And then I, what I remember is like, okay, like everything's so brand new. I'm like, what the fuck? You know, I'm like a virgin to San Francisco. Everything seems weird. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. You probably this motherfucker's homeless. This one don't have a thing well, to go to Yeah, I don't even know if the place where you live was bad. I don't know, but I just remember it was like just like like eight motherfucking people were living there. And then we <laughs> go out the gate and I look either I think it's either to my left and there's a dude smoking crack. And your statement was like, ah, oh, that crack pipe, huh? Like you just like <laughs> and and like just like I don't even know what exactly what you said, but you made fun of the person on crack, right? Like ah, oh, smoke that pipe. Uh, and then it, it was like nothing to you and i'm just like what the fuck you know like what the <laughs> fuck is going on here oh shit that is hilarious oh my god that's a good memory right there because I, I think i picked you up for the weekend for something i don't know you're like hey, can you pick you? And i was like yeah oh, what kind of like fuck i was too good of a friend like i was too good like i used to fucking drive to san francisco to pick hey, man. up experience baby Come on, so we've like been for a lot. I drive with like no gas money because you couldn't afford. It. I was like, I got you, dog. I'll get hey, the gas money. Hey, I appreciate that, man. Back in the day with little to no GPS, I just I just looked at the North Stars like, let's just go this way. Damn, you a savage. That's what I was saying. Explaining that to people, like there was no cell phone. <laughs> no, no, you went, no, but what those map quests. So what happened was I would like I'll I, print it I out remember, first. <laughs> I would either print it out or I write it down, like boom, boom, boom left on this right some handy ass notes 99 now North, i can't remember uh, 80. Shit where i'm like how to get back home i don't even know i don't even know when the type in home alexa home please yeah, uh, alexa home alexa go to that bitch's house there like, we're living in the future man we're here already yet, we're we have way more technology and yet it seems like we're way more dumb at times you know Dude, like, like, i'm telling you bro we're going backwards <laughs> Yeah, like because the, the thought, like because there's times where I'm like, I forgot how to research stuff, you know? Because like, really look. Yes, exactly. I'll, I'll be, I, you know, I'll admit to it, you know. It that's the I, hardest like, I part. Won't learn, I won't. It doesn't mean I won't learn again or I won't no, do it again. It's just being human. Yeah. Strange how fast it's come. You know what I mean? It, it's crazy, bro. I think th this shit is wild, man. Talking on computers, we're talking on the screens that we play Oregon Trail on. That is insane in the membrane. Got no brain, you know. You know what I'm saying that is crazy. I mean, I think it's crazy, but you know, that's what it now. Crazy, how many bro. years is it? Thirty years ago, almost. Thirty years ago, almost. About yeah, about Jeez, like please. I came back to Sacramento around like '93, so we were doing that '94, so that's about 27 years or so. Yay. Wait, came let back alone, to Sacramento alone, in 93? Where were you at? Yeah. Before 93. Um, around 92, 93. I was in El Centro. Where's that? That's near the border, like south. Um, a little bit past San Diego. Oh, um, okay. yeah, it was uh man, I got called Mayate a bunch of times. Rocks Whoa. got thrown at me. Whoa. You know, Whoa. got almost expelled from the school. Whoa. 
that was like a year and a half. I, I never was knew there. this Marcus before. I don't think I've ever heard that. Oh before. yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, yeah, we like at one point when we were there, we're like me, me, my mom, my brother were like, we got to get a hell out, get out of here, you know, because my my dad was a correctional officer and was out that way. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so you know, he promoted, and we're sitting there, and and I just remember like, so I would walk home from school. The, the rocks again called my author. My author was like, I was coming home from school. I forgot the name of the school, but it was like, for some reason, when me and my brother started, I couldn't go to the same school he went to. Uh-huh. And I had to go to this other one. So I would walk home and there was these two Mexican kids that would just like try to bully me. And I'm just like, I'll walk across the street, try to avoid it. Cause I was also taking Taekwondo at the time. Cause my parents were like, oh, we don't want to put you in there because you're going to fight people. I'm like, like what I gotta, like, I gotta defend myself. Well, well, it wasn't that they just they they were like. Another reason why I'm fucked up is they never they didn't say good things about me. They always said how I was gonna do these bad stuff all the time, right? Like you're you have a bad temper, you're gonna fight. Oh, blah blah blah. Is like I've never fought anybody. Yeah, you know, even prior. So you know the statements started getting drawn on you for whatever reason. Yeah, it just the, started. The game begins. Like, we can't put you in attack. Yeah. you're gonna do it. And then my dad broke down and did it. But what, what was happening is I was coming home from uh, school um, and they would just constantly get on me. And then I guess my brother had found out, but they would throw rocks at me or whatever. And then I remember one day my brother, I see the Mexican kids just running, right? They're booking. And then my brother comes around the corner, is chasing them down. And I jump up excited. I try to jump on him because I'm excited. And he knocks me down. I get it. I hit my head on the, on the cement. Right. But then he takes off, goes after him. He's like, he's like, damn, you shouldn't have like jumped on me. Like I was going to try to catch them. Yeah. Because he found out that they were messing with me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And they never messed with me after that. But I was like happy because I, I knew what was happening. I was like, he about to beat your ass, Mr. Postman. You know what I'm saying? Like, but yeah, it's like when I was living in El Centro, man, it's like I, I got called all types of stuff and, and, got expelled almost got expelled because this kid this kid that I, I had a class with he kept on trying to like talk trash to me and I was like I'm gonna walk away I'm gonna walk away right and and like he he said some racist stuff and I was like whatever dude okay I walked away and then one day he was like he makes fun of me and so I just pop off I was like okay Scarface because he had like a cleft or whatever on his lip I was like okay boom, Scarface Boom. And he was like, ooh, ooh, ooh. he was like, ooh, meet me up at school. I was like, whatever. So I, I, I try to avoid him. And and then he's like wanting to fight me, and there's other kids there. And then I'm like, let me tie my shoe real quick. While I go tie my shoe, he punched me in the face, right? And takes off running. Oh, you already know I have wheels. So I'm chasing him down. Ooh. Right. And then we get in front of the office, like where the where the principal is at or whatever. Uh-huh. We get in the office and I catch him and I just I hold him. I don't remember what I said, but I I I thought I was like, don't you ever touch me again. The teachers claim that I said I would I would kill them. I'll kill him. He said, I'll kill him. I was like, I don't recall saying that. Uh-huh. And, and so they're saying that, you know, I was threatening a kid and I said I was gonna kill the kid. And I say he punched me in the face. Uh, and all they can it. see, yeah. all they can see is what I did, right? My reaction. Yeah. yeah. So I was like expelled for two days or whatever. Uh-huh. My dad took off time work to talk about it. It's like saying stuff. He was mad. He's like, hey, whatever. And when I left, when I left, this is what my dad told me. And I always remember he said, Marcus, I don't want you to ever start a fight, but make sure you end it. Mm. And that's what he said. He's like, "Don't start a fight. I don't want you starting fights. But if you if you're in one, make sure you end it." Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was it was a, I mean, not like going to El Central was kind of similar. Growing up in El, El uh, in El Grove though, back in the the farm days, you know, where <laughs> like like, and I'm talking about like, yeah, wake up in the morning, you can smell like the cow manure, hella strong, right? And then, and, and then, you know, being the only black kid, being called all types of names, you know? Were you the only black kid in our class? No, no, not in our... I'm talking about before I came back, bro. Like, I was going to Fikert Elementary School in Elk Grove, right? And oh, dude, shit. What I, what I remember... Fifth grade was that? Oh, what, fifth grade. Because, yeah, like, no, no, I didn't yeah, get there yeah, until fifth. You didn't mean you... until fifth grade. I went to Fikert Elementary from first 
through third out oh, there, shit. right? Okay, okay, right? yeah, okay, that makes sense now. Okay, continue. So, so I remember there would be kids that would pick on me, and then when I get ready to say something, I don't remember the exact term of the statement, but it'd be like, fight, fight, a nigger in a white. If the black one wins, we all jump. <laughs> That's what like grade that. is this? This is like dude, it was like first second, second, third grade. grade. God damn, savages. And I, and I remember, dude, not like no, I'm not fucking kidding you, man. Like, and I remember thinking to myself, like, when when you hear that, you're like, shit, I I'm gonna have to allow myself to get beat up because if I like because you take it literally literally yeah. and you're like, shit, well, I'm in a situation where if I fight this kid. And I actually I'm win. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to get jumped, or you know what yeah. I'm saying? I'm in big trouble. Yeah, you know. So you're like, so you have to you have to diffuse yourself. You have to be like, oh man, you know two years, uh, fucking or fifth, uh, first, second grade. That shit is hard to do. I would think. I don't even remember being that great, but I'm just like, I don't recall ever having the balls to do ever some shit like that uh, that I would know in my head. But um, I was a dummy. Dude. Well, and, and, you know, like, like why I am the way I am is, like, I get passionate about racial stuff because, you like, as part of that and then, like, seeing my family grew up in the hoods of San Bernardino, like, you know, we literally, you know, I would walk to a local, local gas, or not gas station, look like store, right? Mm. Liquor store. And I remember... It was me, my brother, my cousin, and I think another cousin of ours. We go to the store, and the store, I guess that local store was like only two black kids at a time, right? And so I remember seeing, uh, we're sitting outside, me and my other cousin, and we're like, whatever, watching this. I'm like, what? This is stupid. Mm-hmm. And then there was like white kids that went in there, and I think there was three or four of them. And then like, I remember like, wait they can go in but i can't so i go in and then the, i remember the the counter person like, oh no 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 only two of you guys no and then my cousin and this is how like shit happens sometimes where it's kind of fucked up right my cousin looks at me because he lives in a neighborhood and he's getting mad at me like get out man you're gonna you're gonna mess it up for us right because if you get banned now they can't go to that store because you know what i'm saying yeah. So now they're trying to keep what they can keep. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like that whole mentality, like, don't ruin it for me. Mm-hmm. You try to get us banned from this thing. I, and this is the only place we can go get our, you know, our diabetes snacks. I don't think because that's what they're fucking feeding us. They might you know? Put that on the bag. Fuck yeah, diabetic day. snack. It, hey, you know, good, but you want diabetes, keep eating it, right? Nah, that's what I'm saying. Fuck, it's like we're only finding the shit out now. <laughs> like, motherfucker, god yeah. damn it. And, and, and then when you're like, what's going on? Like, but, but when you're when you're depressed or you're, you're oppressed, right? Sometimes you find anything in stuff to make you happy. You know what I'm saying? Point, so, point. but that's that's the shit I remember. Like, literally walking around in my cousin's neighborhood, and you're sitting there, and and then like cops would really pull up, and then they would pull up and look at us, and like they'll realize that we're like young, really young, so they'll just walk past. This and they'll what you, like ninety two? Like, Where do you live? Who you right? With? 91, yeah, 92? About, about 90, 91 to 92 around that time. And that was a wild time because, you know, you couldn't, if you wore a Raiders jacket, you were getting murdered, Starter killed, jacket. or whatever. It's Raiders star jacket, right? Uh, Rodney King just happened not that long ago. The Rodney King, the, I think there was another LA riot that went down during that time. Because uh, yeah, I remember so, that. Uh, and, and I was thinking, like, are we close? Because Sam Renee was like, are we affected by this? You know? Uh huh. Uh-huh. So yeah, that's a fascinating right? time to be down there, man. Yeah, I mean, and, now and, that you're a kind of visiting. a kid, yeah, you're we were just a kid. visiting, right? Yeah. Like, so, like, you know, me growing up in a white neighborhood, I'm thinking, like, mm, you know, you're gonna let a white kid get in this store and I can't, like, mm. you ain't gonna tell me that, mm-hmm. you know. You, you know, you're, I'm, I'm taught to, I was taught to bring up and say, you know, to look at everybody the same, you know, mm-hmm. and then when you realize you're not being treated the same, you're like, wait a minute, you know. Say something, yeah. Like, like my dad, like my dad, like you know, I'm rambling, but my dad was, was uh, I mean, he he really kind of led me in in a lot of ways, and I have to respect it because even when I was younger, I said stupid shit, right? Like, you know, one time I was making fun of an Asian kid when I was younger, and my dad, my dad literally was like, I said something about an Asian kid in class, and my dad said, "Stop." I was like, "Well, but it's true," and he said, 
do you want someone to make fun of your big your big nose or your big lips your ugly lips and big nose or whatever and i was like no you know like then don't make fun of other people you know and these are the things that like you know they probably hold dear to me because he doesn't live here and he's not he's not alive you know so it's like you know he taught me he taught me some stuff at a young age oh man left a big impression had to right oh man that's crazy it's fucking crazy man i know i heard from music but that, that shit was you know you asked me about el centro so i was no, the, i mean i never knew the story but it's crazy how you could recall so many memories at that time you know what i mean like i don't even remember anything from that era i mean me. i recall i recall the memories i just hope it's not you know you know how sometimes like you remember things differently well i mean that, you, you yeah. know what I'm of course, you know, like, and yeah, of course, and yeah. so, this is like, an account of it like 30 years later. Like, yeah, of course, it, it's stuck, it stuck with me because I do remember those things. I do remember yeah. that That's stuff, what I'm saying. Right? No one can question that because you experienced it. No one else. I mean, the way you describe it is the way you describe it. Ain't no one else got no account of it. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, that's just your experience, man. That's why it is, you know, those things are highlighted through your experience. And at that time, it is interesting to kind of reflect history. And then that's why I kind of brought up those little you know points over there because i was like yeah the, the climate at least socially and you're in the area very close to you know la at the time and that's you know the height of a lot of the a lot Bruh, of that, that stuff so one of the things i always remember and i look back at it and look how stupid it was or stupid how i acted was you know well first i want to say that i like i knew the difference in race right but i felt it the most when we went to harry diddy and I, and I say that because like I started to notice like the different tracks had different cultures you know I, I started to notice that the black kids that they were there they had they only hung out with a certain set of people and then I was just like Ryan and John and Andrew are my boys mm. and kind of this whole like look and I was like I'm gonna kick it with these guys these are people I, I grew up with you know uh-huh. so that part you know, and, and I and I remember what I remember was I felt like track D that we were on was like 40% Filipino and Asian. You know, man? Like I just remember all, D. The, all the Filipinos were on track D and she was oh, like, man. Fucking A, track D. What color was that? Was that yellow? Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember what color it was, to be honest with you. Um, man, I, don't, I, don't I, don't think like, I don't know if that was a joke, but yeah. I don't think they had colors for the tracks. Right? I mean, I would be surprised. I just remember that little chart they had, and then you're like, "What track are you on? What track are you on?" It is yeah, an we interesting were, because, thing because they let yeah. us they let us choose what track we wanted to because they were going from traditional to track, and that school was only open for like two years, and all of a sudden we go there. It's in track. At first, I hated it, and then I ended up loving track. Yeah, well, it definitely divided the school. <laughs> it did. It did. It was like it was like there was this weird division where I was like track b what i remember like track b and c were like mainly black and and latino people right Mm -hmm. and then track d was like to me how i remember it was most of my asian homies and whatever filipino homies were on that one and then if you had algebra you were on that as well right because that's why you had it like and i I was taking (laughs) algebra at the time and then i remember like track a uh one of my friends was taking geometry, which is be up above algebra, and track A was on it, but it was like mainly white people on that one. <laughs> and I just that's what I remember, you know. That's hella funny. I vaguely remember. You got that is a fascinating experience. I think I brought it up before, but imagine that transition from sixth to seventh grade, especially in the way that we had it fashioned, because we're going essentially across town to a brand new school. So everything around us is essentially brand new for that moment you know what i mean it's fucking strange and that's a wild time to be around your peers but not only that it's like we don't know none of these motherfuckers (laughs) do you like so do you like do you ever remember your first experiences or the first people you run into when you go into these things based off your look i'm gonna say no right really hell no so i have a bad memory though i probably got kicked in the head too many times or something or my teeth probably i'm stupid (laughs) i'm trying to remember it'll jog my memory but keep going you're on a roll though this shit's fascinating i I would say because i say that because when i was in elementary school i remember my very first crush right the girl that i was like oh my god right Uh, uh 
I won't say her name. It's all good. Uh, I also shoot my disappeared too. Damn, it. this was like yeah. I don't even yeah. show my face. But, <laughs> but I only got ten percent left on this iPad, but we gotta finish. So I remember that. Then I remember the first girl that I was uh, the second girl where I was just like, "You're the one." Yeah, dude, where 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 I was like, oh my god, right? And it was like third or fourth grade because that's when I moved, right? I remember putting on cologne and brute or whatever, <laughs> trying trying to look fly for this girl. And I always remember brute. the song I associate associated with her was Andy Valle. Oh, like that was like feels I... like I was like, right? I won't say her name because uh, some some people might have went to high school with her. Whoa. Right. Uh, no names. No names. No names. No names. No names, names. Right. No names. No names. No names. And so I say that because when we went to when we went to Heredity and it was an orientation, there was a particular girl that I remember seeing, and I was just like, I just remember thinking like, junior high is going to be like that. Like, like the girl oh. was hella beautiful to me at that time. I was like, yeah. what in the world? And I still mm -hmm. have her on Facebook, but I just remember seeing like. I don't know if I'm ready for junior high. You know what I'm saying? Like, because <laughs> like, before everybody. I was ruthless. I was ruthless with the girls. I was like, whatever. And that that was the time I was like, I, I was like, I get so weak in the knees. <laughs> you know, I was like, so I still remember that girl. So, but I, I remember like going in there hella nervous. Mm -hmm. You had eighth graders, you know, and even though you had these people as friends two or three years before, they were already like, they already established and you're like nothing seems real real and That's then the time then getting the semi girlfriend remember and i kissed her like i i my trajectory was high at first man on the it bus on the bus and all i can remember Bro. was punk ass john giggling and watching me like yo man making me feel weird you know <laughs> like you know uh, on the buds bro i still like yeah pioneer bro pioneer man pioneer pioneer like I, my trajectory is high it looked like i was gonna have some type of std by the time i was a sophomore i, know, I was like mark is going down a dark path man i was, I was like, going man. down a dark path I was like, mark is about to have a kid at 13 like man bro man child as they say and i wasn't <laughs> the one the first the first right we already know but um, uh Dude, yeah, the trajectory was high at that time, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> nervousness and skit like not taking showers properly and just putting deodorant over my armpits when I would hoop because ball was life. <laughs> ball was life. Girl, this girl Chelsea, she was the first one. It's like you know, deodorant doesn't work if you stink and you put. You know, she literally called me out like that. I was hey, like, you know, oh, that's the learning experience she, at that age. She put me on a game. I was like, oh, you know. Hey, shouts out. You know what I mean? You it's learn like, as you go. You learn as you go. Like you, you you don't you don't realize your own funk when you're a kid, you know, especially like you're like all that. It's like that's what I'm saying. Bunching us together like that, that's gotta not be good. That is too much weird energy in the fucking area. That's just and a we lot were of not weirdness. gonna take a shower at school. Oh fuck that no one I don't think anybody touched that shower, to be honest. Nobody, yeah. Like oh, who uh, took showers at the school? It's like I like we were still not secure to sit there and like. You know, do you think those showers are still at that school? I mean, I don't know. Maybe I think you know. I don't That's know. Like horrible, <laughs> because because even in high school, I, I would see I would see the showers like I didn't do like I, a lot of us would be like I maybe I don't know high school. I don't remember recall me personally. I don't recall, but I just I just I thought to myself I was like, no, nah, I rather stink and I'll go home and take a shower. That's how I felt because I wasn't secure enough to sit there and be like, let me just be naked and take a shower in school. You know what I'm saying? Like, plus, I, I didn't bring soap or anything else. You know what, do it, don't got a shower. But I mean, imagine. So they built that in the idea of whatever the old structure was. So there was probably a time where that was accepted in a middle school where, yeah, there's well, showers if you well, need showers. Remember oh. Teen Wolf, the, the movie, they, they showered after the game. That's true. And but see, that's like, like a basketball color. game. Uh, maybe they do that for sports, but uh, in regular, just like PE class, now that wasn't a commonality. You didn't, well, you didn't, like, really, you didn't have time. They, like, they give you like 10 minutes. It's like, how am I going to have time to actually clean up? And, you know, I'm saying like, yo, I'm trying to play some music and shit. I'm trying to fucking, you know, vibe out with some fucking music and shit. You know what I mean? Like, wash my booty. Hole. Dude, I forgot about that. We'd bump some music before we change or whatever. Come on, man. Music was life, bro. Music all day, is. every day. That's what I'm saying. 
I'm an avid fan of music. I, I, I'm a fan. I'm a big fan. So that's why, you know, making music and the artistry is fun. Expression and creativity out through all this shit is always fascinating. Dude, the other part I remember too about like the whole experience at Heredity was like we were broke. So we'd all put in like 50 cents to a dollar to get large ass fries and all eat that unhealthy ass fries. That shit was hella good though. Fuck with, with that seasoning on there. Put oh. all those cans in it and, and like they would bring i don't know what pizza it was but it would be like pizza and fries was our combo and i'm like i don't know how i was able to eat that and then still be able to ball basketball afterwards because now i eat that i'm like Mm-mm. like yeah crazy we're going to school with like tearaway pants and shit like <laughs> fuck me wearing tearaway no, pants to school I, I, morning. <laughs> I, I think I, I used to wear like three pairs of shorts like you had your you had your little short shorts right yeah. Then you had your pre-shorts before your shorts, and then you yeah. had your whatever, you know what I'm sure, saying? Sure. Yeah. We would be layered up, bro. Layered up. That is know? funny. Yeah. Cause we would be coming back to like third period or whatever, hella sweating. It's like with a polo on, but some basketball shorts and just hella hot. Like, all right. Well, what are we doing? Yeah, <laughs> like, like hella late. I just got done balling. What's up? Yeah, I just dropped I just like 21 on people's them. faces for hella long. I just got done talking hella shit. Uh, what's going on now? What class are we? Yeah. Next to the air conditioner. Like that okay. was a blur. I don't know why, but I'm like, okay, Daryl Pratt, you think you can beat us? Get your squad. Daryl Pratt, damn, that's a name from the past. I, that's crazy, dude. I don't think any. I don't think anybody at that time was able to really beat us when we were playing on the on the court. Like you were way better at streetball. But, you know, then organize. I just have fun, man. It was fun playing. I don't know what we were doing. I just was watching tape, and I was like, I play with people. I don't even know how basketball entered my life. And, like, Arthur Butler, that's when it entered my life. When I'd be like, okay, I'm whooping everybody's ass in tetherball. So next sport is basketball. You did. Basketball. You did. I killed oh, everybody. Tetherball king. Yeah. I am the tetherball yeah. king, folks. You, you were just like, okay, I started off, and it was just held behind high. I'm like, no, I can't get that based off the angle. You know? <laughs> I remember that as a a little memory in my back of my mind somewhere when I was in first or second grade when I lived in the Bay Area because they had a tetherball pole that was double the size and it was a long ass rope. And I remember I used to play that when I was a kid with some tall ass girl, but probably short in my head. But I was we had recess with like all grades for some reason. I'm like second grade, I think something like that. And I remember playing there and watching it or learning how to play there to some degree. So that's why when I came over there and i was just like this is pretty easy do like, i put yeah, money yeah. on it nobody knows how to play like i'm like what yeah. the fuck but then i, mean, I, I kind of i kind of knew i kind well then there was a, a rope like uh something something no ropey or whatever like yeah, no bottle caps no bottle caps no ropes obviously <laughs> no bottle caps you know what i mean so i was like all right whatever it's all good with me I yeah moves, like, baby bow, i was like bow, bow, spinning bow, bow. i'm like next yeah, yeah nobody right. waiting in my line i'm like what's up y'all don't want nope all right whatever then you don't want this but then, yeah, somehow we moved it to the, the courts. But I think that at the time we're talking about like the Bulls run is happening. So fucking basketball is hot. Like dream team is, you know, kind of around. Just the got assembly, done, right? Right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So this is the hottest time. So, I mean, that's that's at the pinnacle of what I think 90s culture is either the epitome or the big part of it was that run. Especially oh, with the NBA being involved, and, yes. And the pullover starter jackets, too. Oh, Just man. starter jackets, too. But the pullover ones, when they came out, were fire. Oh, man, with that side zipper? With the little air side Bruh. zipper? Oh, yeah. Man, come on, man. I'll get one of those today, bro. Today. It, it, was that, it was either that or the Adidas jackets where you're like, that. And I remember oh, Daniel yes. had the shell. jacket. I'm talking like, about with Yo. the half one, the half. It's like yeah. white on top. Oh, with the color stripe, if you had it. Come on, Bruh. man. I remember like, I was like, and the girl who had it the most was Danielle, right? And I was just like, yo, why she got the dopest jacket, though? That's how we hip we were, man. Even though we were like some country kids, it seems like we were country kids. We were, we swagged out a little bit. Oh, you we, know, were we, had a little, the, we had a little I mean, flavor. We were really country, though. Like, he looked, when you looked at it, at, at the time, all our parents were either state workers or doing fairly well for themselves compared, you know? Yeah, like, no, it was really? just a growing ass community. We, we were in an all portable school. Like they were like, I oh, will set the stuff for a couple of years and then we'll figure it out. Like, yeah. okay. We're 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 uh we're paying Melaroos, we're we're raping these people on their taxes and everything, and we're gonna give them a half-ass school real quick. Half-ass school. You know, hey, but With you know half-ass teachers Irish Lane, dude. Logger Messino, yeah. man. I'm telling you, bro. 
Yeah, and, and, and then and then the 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 science teacher. Hold on, can you oh, see who me? was the science teacher? Oh, Mr. Mr. Judd. Judd. Yeah, you're like this dude's high. Hey, kids, what you doing around here? That's how, that's oh, how Mr. Fucking Judd, dog. But Yo, he, he was cool though. I mean, looking at that experience, yeah, I mean, that's probably like an experience, too. like crazy. Yeah, doing the Irish wrong. fling in the morning, like what? Yeah. Um. Honestly, I gotta go because this iPad has got five oh, percent left. You good. know what I'm Thank saying, you, brother? Sky high all day. Forty six, baby. I appreciate it. Love you, brother. All day. Love you too, man.